0: Boys' lunch. Here we go. Hello, welcome back to Boys' Lunch. We're here and we're back. And uh, I was just pulling up our our page, our podcast page, before we started, and I looked and saw that our numbers are a little down. And you know what? A little self-reflection in the last two minutes. I think it's because we don't post ever. <laughs> Do you think one podcast a month is just not keeping the people excited? I think, mean, yeah, people kind of forgot.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they still do that thing. That's cute.
0: So we are here. We are, uh, we'll are. poop out a couple this month, I
1: think. So Or gently hand them to you. Either way, we <laughs> we have determined that we're going to do a few in May. Good. Save. So that's Joey. This is Paul. Uh, we are two Catholic teachers talking about life. Is mm-hmm. that the tagline? Yes. Um, as always, you can email us at boyslunch1 at gmail.com, and you can also follow us on Instagram, which – God only knows exactly what's going or on there. Or just don't anymore. Or don't. Honestly, you know,
0: <laughs> Instagram will be dead in two years anyway. Uh,
1: how's life been for you? Life has been great, especially today. Today's the greatest day of the year. Ooh, don't want to say greatest day of the year. Wow, another... not your anniversary. <laughs> not your kid's birthdays. Well, but this it is, is Sienna's birthday. So not your other kid's birthday. So, uh big day Sienna's turning five today she's gonna get to pick where she goes for dinner right now the leading one is culver's she likes to treat herself and mom and dad have zero complaints those are yeah those are the ones like okay i can get behind this
0: i used to always just pick things based on ice cream
1: oh yeah
0: Yeah. what's gonna have the best let's go to the buffet because there's ice cream. oh (laughs) jeez what's up (laughs) (laughs) so life is going well new uh
1: spring sports are starting summer stuff yeah. Oh, it's May,
0: man. We've had a, a we had a really good April, uh, I think, at the school here, just events wise, and and what we're involved in ministry stuff, theology stuff. It's it was good. Yeah, we, the we ball rolling on some stuff.
1: Yeah, I was uh, really excited about how Estovia, our men's overnight retreat, went this year. Um, what we have almost forty kids. Yeah. And then we had a handful of adults, quite a few um, faculty and staff joined us that evening. To, Luke
0: Swantek stayed the night with yeah. us. Daniel
1: McKellen stayed the night. Hey, great job. Uh,
0: Chris, a couple, Chris McGraw stopped by. Gave a great testimony. Father Chase. Father, yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah.
1: Father Chase all the way down from Peoria. Um, yeah, it was a wonderful
0: night. I had a blast. Hey. Can do it like I used to. Well. You know, I've learned over the years. So we do it. It's basically like a lock-in. Right. We have some retreat elements, but the kids are we're just kind of hanging out in the school all night, doing different things. It's fun. I think I overdid it the, like physically the first few years where I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. This year, I did not do that as much, but I did end up.
1: You didn't play as much one-on-one basketball.
0: Right, yes. I would immediately get people to sub in and play. I just stayed up too long. Uh, Mr. McKellen and I kind of stayed with some guys talking and just thought I could do it, and I couldn't. Come 6 a.m. Yeah, (laughs) But it was fun. It was a great group of guys. That was a lot of fun. I forgot to mention, I was riding high uh, that Easter weekend. We didn't alter or repose. I don't think I mentioned it last the podcast, but it was one of the most enjoyable things I've done in the last few years with kids. Had a ton of kids students go. here, yeah. I
1: spoke very highly of
0: it. Yeah, I think it was just fun to see them uh, do a tradition of the church that is like close to me, but also like a really cool tradition of the church of going to the different churches on Holy Thursday and enjoying it and having fun with each other, and like afterwards being like that was actually cool. And uh, we just haven't had that in a while. Not necessarily that the kids didn't want to, but maybe we shouldn't offer or. COVID and all
1: that kind of stuff. But. Yeah, it's, it's cool that they we came away with that genuinely feeling like you shared in
0: something. We just have a really great group for juniors, too, that are doing a lot of our leadership for next mm-hmm. year, and a lot of them are there. And it's just um, exciting to see some, I don't know, some change in the culture around us a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's And I got to go to a Cubs game that week, and I forgot to mention that with my son.
1: So, first first Cubs game for your son? Yeah.
0: Monumental moment. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. I don't know. There's just a lot of life-giving things. Although there's a lot of sacrifice throughout April and you're always going and going and giving and stuff, but there was a lot of good of filling moments. We had our senior retreat as well uh, out at Lake Bloomington. Yeah,
1: that, uh, went, that went great. We had uh, some students give talks, to, mm-hmm. so they, their peers got to hear them speak a little bit about their journey throughout high school. And I, again, just always impressed. And I think the students respond well when they hear from their own peers. Some great small group discussion. Plus, not, a, not us
0: losers.
1: Yeah. And uh, no one got thrown into a lake. And that we know Knowing often. that senior, that's true. But knowing that senior bunch, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. So,
0: yeah, we've had a lot of good things coming. Yeah. So, uh, it's fun to wrap up the end of the year and get some time off.
1: <laughs> it's
0: time. Anything else, Mr. Rayburn? I'm trying to think.
1: Uh, yeah, first night of softball for Zaley last night. Um, just realized that. It's like softball's. That's a bigger, it's bigger ball. Yeah, I, Ooh, just looking at the dunk, <laughs> my girl's glove. I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's gonna fit in the glove. Probably yeah, I know. Should have. I think we gotta get some new gloves for this summer. Um, but she's having a blast finishing up soccer, starting softball, signed up for a volleyball camp this summer at Central Catholic Let's High go. School.
0: Yeah, we're gonna try to get into the basketball camp. We are doing that growing up.
1: That's fun. I remember going to Bloomington High School. Did you ever do the Bloomington High School one? I never. Really... No, because it wasn't a traitor. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And Wesley. I would do. Well, they thought you had a lot of promise. Maybe the central one was held at Bloomington High School. <sighs> Mine was at the pit. I remember okay. being at the pit. Apparently, I'm a traitor. Yeah. Uh, Mom and Dad, uh, make a mental note. Jeez. I need to ask you if that's true or if I'm just misremembering. It's those head injuries. Mark
0: just saw a lot of potential and he was like, We got to get you in all the camps possible. We're going to get a scholarship out of you someday. I mean, if you saw my dad shooting the driveway, Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Hey, um, got a question here. Email from Allison Tar. Should I do one? Let's do it. Okay. She said evangelization. Yes. Ever heard of it? <laughs> um, learning about the faith and getting to know Jesus, is it through your head or through your heart? Discuss. <sighs> learning about the faith and getting to know Jesus through your head or through your heart
1: classic both and
0: oh yeah it's the classic catholic both and it's your head and your heart allison wait you're trying I, to trick us can i love what i don't know yeah no you can't. No, can't. <laughs> <laughs> um but i think maybe that's when people get into this trap of uh just an emotional attachment for a little bit then it fades away because it is more of an emotional stirring up and maybe it's not a, a pure love and it's not followed with that education factor and continuing uh, up growing within a relationship. So I think it has to be both Yeah, or something can capture you and it can be led maybe through your heart. Maybe it's, yeah, it's motivating you to maybe find some, some healing and some, um, you know, passion and joy. But I think that only grows through coming to know Mm -hmm. the nature of
1: God and who he is and what he's promising you more. And a lot of people come to come to faith through friends and relationships. And again, um, the heart very much, you know, yearns to that communion. Um, but even that, even like the best held friendships, um, if not fostered by it, coming to f- further know more about the faith and kind of stoke that fire as well, it can be.
0: I've also though, met people like uh, that are very devout and just intellectual. Yeah, like well, as, as I've reasoned through these things, it's pretty much the only possible proposition that I can follow.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, because I think I guess if you're asking, like, how do people come to it? There are people that are just, yeah, I've reasoned that this is the case. I've heard. I love the
0: fact that it's intellectual.
1: Aquinas just gets the job done. Right. So, yeah. But I mean, um, to live out the gospel, you've got to bring in the heart, right? Sure. I mean, you've got to reach out to others. You've got to spread to spread that gospel is to. um, Yeah, to to allow your heart to reach out to another, to the love of God, to share that in some real way. It's going to take the heart, too. Because most people, I mean, I can stand up there all day and give them the most convincing, logical arguments. And you've seen this they too ain't in feeling class. It. They ain't For feeling some it. kids, they eat that up, right? Yeah. But for a lot of kids, they need more. It's understandable.
0: Who would win 1v1 in ping pong, me and you? I don't know if I've seen your ping pong skills.
1: I'm adequate.
0: Yeah, I, I think you, you can hold your own, can't you? Yeah, I'd probably give it to you. Yeah, But you had a ping pong table growing up, yeah. didn't you? I think I think it'd be a pretty decent battle. I yeah. think it'd be one where we kind of go back and forth. I think I'd lose by three or four. And then I'd lose by three or four.
1: Well, I think any
0: given day, like one of us could show any given Sunday.
1: I mean, I got those lanky arms.
0: That's yeah. You seem like you had a mean backhand. Oh, thanks. Did you talk? Did we mention the candle that I lit?
1: No. The mood that you set?
0: Yeah. I lit a lilac candle for the two of us that Mr. Colgrove made. We do not deserve him.
1: Mr. Colgrove we, has been a great addition to We recovery. Do not deserve him. Cool beans. Anything else, man? No. Let's talk about a smooth transition. Joy, um, you ever had a desire to go bird watching? Desire, no. Bird watching, yes. What do you mean bird watching? <laughs> I didn't have the
0: desire, but I went bird watching. <laughs> you got bird watching? No, I haven't. not in, not in a formal way. I've watched birds within my yard before. Uh, like from my like uh, inside like looking out. Mm-hmm. Now I've stared at birds. I've stared at birds I in my life. Stared at birds. <laughs>
1: honey, check this guy out. It's a porker. <laughs> I've stared at birds before. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. You're like, you look like one of those classic dads. It's a hawk. Yeah, well, You're driving in the car, hawk. I think it's just through uh, learning from my own father. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it. You can tell by the wings. Park. Park. I, I just love that I do that now. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, this is a road trip back in the day. Um, you have a much better view up
0: front. See now I get it. That's true. In the back,
1: like, I can see the whole screen.
0: windshield. I can see the hawk. I gotta let everyone know because they can't. So I get why they're doing it now. That's uh, a turkey vulture. The vantage point there, like <laughs> you're in the back of the van. Dad, this this is not a what? As the dad, you had the responsibility to tell everyone. So I understand now. <laughs> like they it's, don't know what I can see duty. right now. It's my duty. Turkey uh, vulture, <laughs> easily confused.
1: <laughs> now,
0: so what was the original question?
1: Have I ever been oh, I had bird a desire watching? to go brood. now
0: desire? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this topic stems from a couple of moments that I shared with my family. Um, but also the fact that around the same time, we got together with some friends, one of them, Dan Hertzner, um, and the girls were hanging out in the basement. And I noticed a birds of the Midwest like, no. guidebook. Love, okay. it. love it come okay. to discover that dan has gone on the mississippi with a friend and he's actually birdwatched and he's like checked off some of this stuff and like wow. bird watching is always me, and myself included i love my favorite bird is not the bald eagle that's a great guess it's the loon oh. okay beautiful call almost haunting a lake early in the morning okay I mean, it's. I'm googling a loon right now just to make sure. it's just a it beautiful, and majestic bird. Wow! Dives to the That's bottom. It's like a duck, to me. And is it duck. A bird? It does seem mallard-esque, if it you will. Says, it says it's a bird. But yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> what if it was like it's a reptile? Ball. But also wow. went to uh, St. Louis to visit my friend Cameron, and just just out on his table was also the same book. right Are the you Same serious? bird guy. <laughs> Like, they what? go to the same person. Yeah. The same company? <laughs> yeah. like, um, Birds of the Midwest. Yeah, or okay. something like that. Yeah. But it is like one of those classic books that's a, a regional bird book. Um, and so I don't know. Just think of it like, what are the odds? But also, like, what possesses someone to go birdwatching? But Dan, the way Dan speaks of it, right, it's just like any other experience with um, where you could tell that uh, a person went there, had that experience, and found great joy and rest mm-hmm. and peace in it. Talks about like Paul, you just have you just sit there for hours, right? And you just kind of let you're resting in nature. You have this peace that overwhelms you. You get to see this beautiful, uh, it's almost this beautiful participation in nature. I can't remember exactly how you worded it, but right, you just um, you just have a blast, and it's just like regenerative. And then also, um, so I'm just like, what is what is it? How do you get into birdwatch? For me, it was just like I don't know. You get to a certain age, you get bored. You're like, well, I guess I'll uh, guess I'll start documenting the squirrels in my backyard and some birds. Yeah. But then um, we went and saw the bluebells. So the bluebells are a flower. Googling bluebell bloom. right now. <laughs> that blooms in um, April every year, so kind of um, spring. There are fields, a couple of the surrounding state parks. Um, there's sections of them there where it's just these huge fields of flowers. And we go up to, and I can't remember the name of the park off the top of my head, but it's on the Mackinac River, and you, we've gone We try to go every year. So Mary um, and I will take the girls and we'll hike. It's about a mile down to kind of the river. And there's just like bluebills as as far as you can see. And I was trying Mm -hmm. to ask myself, like, why do we do this? It's just a flower. It's Mm -hmm. like a small flower, insignificant. And it's like, yeah, this is really cool. But like, why do we keep coming back to this? Why is this something that we we desire and desire to share with the girls? And so that kind of brought me back um, to a theme that we've talked about often, which is beauty. What is it? What... What is it that um, draws us into these moments? Why do I desire them? Why do we keep coming back? Like you've seen one bluebell, you've seen them all, you've seen a field of bluebells, you've seen it before, right? Why, why do we keep coming back? I just wanted to—I don't know—try to piece that together with you. Like, what is it about beauty that constantly calls us back to it, or a desire to participate in it? Or just how—how how does how do we as humans? participate in it I don't know it's just just some thoughts that I yeah. around my head
0: I think all of us can relate to that experience of, of Dan like when you ask him about it I'm sure it's hard for him to really express fully of why he yeah. liked it but he liked it and enjoyed it like even just me wanting to tell you that I went to Wrigley Field like that was an experience I had with my son there's a lot more elements of why I liked it obviously the tradition and the and the beauty of the game but also like the experience with my son there taking everything in and just sitting in, in like you said I think enjoying it uh, nature is different, though. I think I, uh, you told me a little bit about this. and I, I, I've had some stuff that I've read over the past year or two, kind of a beauty that why why do we like this stuff? Why does mm-hmm. it draw us in? And uh, there was this part of the catechism. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Get out of here. The blue Listen, one or the green one. Even, uh, even before revealing himself to man in words of truth, God reveals himself to him through the universal language of creation, the work of his word, of his wisdom, the order and harmony of the cosmos, which both the child and the scientist discovered, from the greatness and beauty of created things comes a corresponding perception of their creator. Mm. So even before he has spoken to us, he's communicated to us through this beauty of creation. And when I was trying to get into Lexia Divina, Dr. Tim Gray had a book, and he talked about how God has authored these things, um, that we find him through the writing of the human person. If I analyze myself, I understand elements about God. Mm-hmm. If I analyze creation, that's how also how he's authored himself. And then... Through the Word of God itself, like Scripture, and creation has always kind of been that key theme. And I think it's the easiest one for us to to see beauty in.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think yeah, it makes sense. I think we do it, but I think their question is the why. I don't think everyone always asks the why, but do we even have to ask the why?
1: Yeah, and I, well, I think the why is because it, the good founding creation, the glory of God, right? It resonates in creation. Creation is good, and I think we're just naturally drawn to it. We. Because we're a part of it, <laughs> you know. I think we're just naturally drawn to it. So the why isn't like it's not necessarily an act chosen. Like you have the ability to participate in it or not, or to rest in it or not. But I think um, it just the glory of God resonates and we and feel find it. delight in it. Exactly, and that I mean just logically that makes sense to me. That um, I when I asked my students when we talk about beauty in class, like I asked them to, can you name that experience that? Because um, I think it's a Aquinas. And maybe Von Balthazar talks about this idea that glory grasps the individual and changes them, right? It's something that it draws us out of ourselves, captures us in that moment and transforms us. We're never the same, right? Mm-hmm. Can you think of that moment, right? And you used be like, oh, the Rocky Mountains, or I did this hike, right? The ocean is that for me, right? The vastness of the ocean and a quiet beach in the morning. Um, for me, it's very much when my uh, my wife and I and her family go up to Wisconsin. There's just nothing... Better for me than seeing the sunrise over a lake or being out on the lake early in the morning fishing, and um, I was reflecting back and I I used to try to capture these moments on a camera or on my cell phone. It just never does it. No, you just can't do it. Now there's some people who have done great jobs with photography, um, but like for just the common person to just try to capture the moment, it's it's impossible. I I, I try not to take pictures anymore mm-hmm. of like the sun. It just never does it justice, right? I think that's kind of what you're talking about, this experience. like It can't be something necessarily manufactured, even captured and, and sent to somebody. You're just not going to have that same impact. There's something about resting within it. Because I, I love that, that catechism quote. And I think JP2 talks about the glory of the resurrection, the glory of God radiates um, from creation, right? And we benefit from being a part of creation, seeing it fully alive and, and, and also just noticing our place in it. It's something that causes us to, Expand our horizons. Uh, uh, take on a, a disposition of gratitude as well. I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful that I'm able to participate in this. Um, it's just, I just, love the perspective aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the grandness of beauty and creation. And I play the small part in it, but how grateful am I that I get to?
0: Yeah, I think there's a, uh, it's, it's hard to describe beauty. And I think uh, many people have, have tried to How do you like, uh, how do you give like a definition to something that shouldn't need a definition, Mm -hmm. uh, but two, um, aspects is I've, I've kind of like tried to understand and try to maybe teach the idea of beauty. I think you had two, like, how do you put this into words? There's like two words, orderly and surprising. Mm -hmm. So beauty, normally things that have beauty have some kind of order, like an understandable, recognizable pattern to it, some kind of pattern or principle, like what philosophers call a form, Mm -hmm. but it also is surprising, maybe subjectively um and that it exceeds our expectations it's a surprise to me how many stars there are not that I don't understand numbers but for my mind to really comprehend how many stars there are in the universe that's a surprise to me and there's awe in that or it says surprise objectively it's surprising because it doesn't have to be this way it surprises us because yes I understand there's an order and a pattern to the bluebells right that's just how nature works but it doesn't have to work that way and that's why it's surprising because these blue flowers show up every year in this spot and they don't have to, I understand that's how it works, but it's so beautiful and it doesn't have to be this way. I was looking at the sunrise this morning. Like you said, it doesn't have to be this way, but it's so beautiful. It's marvelous. It's grand. Like you said, there's a, there's an order and a pattern. There's a beauty to it and I can delight in it. And you look at creation, that story, the way it's told there's intelligence. He orders the forms and the things that inhabit those forms. It's done freely. He says, let us do this. Not that we must do this. And there's delight in it. When he makes it, uh, he perceives that. He says, when you delight in perceiving something's goodness, you know it's beautiful.
1: I think um, there is just something about an experience like that.
0: Because what's the next step? When I perceive goodness and value in something, it's, it's normally, is there something more beautiful? Like it leads me then to look towards more things. And where mm. does that then get me? Um, anytime when we find truth, I want to know a bigger truth. I want what? Yep. Okay, I found a little bit of that meaning, but let me search a little deeper. And it's giving me this glimpse of what truth, as it is in, in a manifestation in God, like goodness and beauty as well, obviously.
1: Mm.
0: And that's the whole point. I think um, I was doing some Dante stuff the other day. And I haven't read his comedy, but Beatrice, the woman that he's in love with, is like um, – his guide into God he has perceived so much beauty and so enamored by this woman the way that she is and carries herself the way that she looks that she his whole life changes on that experience Mm -hmm. of seeing her and it's because he's willing to change and seek beauty in her that then opens him up to then seek to the greater beauty of God And I think that was your point as we see this in other people when we're talking about Allison's question at the beginning when I see and when my garden finally blooms like we, we, you talked about why do people get into bird watching i think we've both gotten into like some gardening like yeah maybe growing things different plants and just getting excited about seeing that bloom and delighting in the beauty of, of what's come from that but it, it i don't know it, it elevates you beyond that to yeah. seek what else is greater
1: beyond that yeah i um someone wrote here that it ignites our desire for a life of magnanimity which i'm Magnanimity, magnanimity, right. This, uh, this, to desire the heights, to, Mm. to strive for those things which are courageous and holy and and to, to seek those things worthy of pursuit um, to live a virtuous life. It is, I mean, I think that's why I have this desire in my heart to share this with my children, to teach them to appreciate and, and to, to, to feel comfortable that they're away from their screens or away from um, their worries to take time to rest in. Um, And I think, it can be difficult to do that. So I'm not saying like some people have a hard time disconnecting mm-hmm. or just like, if I take them out to a state park and say, let's just walk for an hour for some people. And if, and for me, I'm sure at some points in my life too, it was just like, what are we doing this for? Mm-hmm. I do not get it, right? Because we're tied down, we're looking downwards, we're, turn, we're turning inwards. We're just worried about what what we're missing. But I think a genuine encounter with beauty, it frees us to love, as you talked about, it frees us to, we're inspired to go and desire more uh, to will others good, but it inspires us to communion with God and others. I think there's just something about beauty that puts um, a right, a lack of word, I get with lack of word. I can't find the word here, but just there's not rightness, but like this is good. Mm-hmm. The sense of just like things are as God has intended them to be. It is good that I am here. There's an order that I am and a beauty of just like, yes, right? And I think it's, I'm, we're struggling to put words to it because it is just, it, it just feels right. And you know, it is because you're participating in in the glory of what God has created, which is incomprehensible. Like you said, it doesn't need to be this way, but it is thank God it is because it is so good. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just to have it hits on my ability or my, my, um,
0: I really want to be able to understand and understand the patterns and order of things. Mm -hmm. and and I have this intelligence within me as a human being and, and beauty, It is ordered and intelligent and it hits on that, um, it hits on that deep desire I have Mm -hmm. of anything outside of me. (laughs) Yeah. It draws me outside of myself. Um, and I think that's why we've enjoyed literature, literature and poetry Mm -hmm. And and I think that's why when we met our wives and got to know who they were, it completely changed our lives. Like the beauty of a person. Um, it's all these ways that God is speaking to us through what he has made. That we get this glimpse of of this even greater glory yeah we love our wives they're great god's even greater and that's hard for me to even comprehend now that like the idea of the stars it's not that i can't understand that but it's such a surprise and awe because how could something be so much greater it's exciting it keeps drawing you in and deeper
1: i think i challenge people to kind of finish up here to make an, an effort this summer obviously, you and I have the great fortune of being teachers. So we have more time. But this is a time where people take vacations, they travel new places, they they experience new things, um, to try to to find a moment to go for a hike to, um, to go fish and just rest to, um, to, to take in a good book, right to set aside, because I think we, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, like we can settle with these, not a life of magnanimity, but a life of just these simple pleasures that appease us for a time, but it's then on to the next. And we're not truly satisfying. We've talked about authentic leisure before. Mm-hmm. I think mean, this is one of those ways in which
0: you. you it's, it's, it's expanding your soul. In some right. Way. Yeah. yeah.
1: Find these moments where you can and then share that with someone. Mm-hmm. Right. There are just so many great hiking trails around Central Illinois and other places that you can go. Like, Try to find that moment. Try to share that with an individual um to take in a good movie I mean these are these are all things that that we can do to try to experience an authentic moment of beauty and, and just see how it, it draws us not only do we does it change us um bring us outside of ourselves but then you'll we'll come to find that there's a desire for more yeah right now I I start looking forward to going up to northern Wisconsin um, about three months after I left you know yeah. I'm already looking forward to the next year because it's yeah. such a good place
0: it's two things to end on mm-hmm. number one Go bird watching. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Once you brought that up, two other people in my life, it, like I'm, my wife's uncle Eddie was talking about bird watching. When we were just down there in St. Louis. <laughs> uh, Bob Shope, the Shope's were talking oh, about yeah. dad just being a, a bird enthusiast. And you know what? I got caught like two months ago or a month ago just watching uh, birds migrating for almost 15 minutes on my back window. And I wanted to do some kind of podcast on birds. Because the pattern and order of all them going was amazing, mm-hmm. but the vast number was just so surprising yeah. that it drew me in. There was beauty even them just migrating. I was like, "There's probably six thousand birds just flying. They're coming from all over." Yeah, birds are magnificent creatures. Sorry, yeah. And the other thing, um, the Augustine quote from Confessions: um, "Oh, beauty ever ancient, ever new. Uh, God is this beauty that." is the same but always is bringing newness and i think that like reminds me of these bluebells why do i keep going back every year because yes it's the same thing but it's ever new there's ever new things for me to get out of this Mm -hmm. because god will keep giving you those graces of that enjoyment with your family uh there's different messages every time you go back there every time you go out on the pond and fish there's a new message there um so that beauty is ever ancient and ever
1: new yeah and it just um just gives me great joy to see my girls desire that and come away from that, you know, they're tired of mm-hmm. hiking, but just like... But like, suck it up. But but also just in their own quiet reflection, just like, that was good. Yeah, I'm glad that we did that. And oh. to share that as a family is so beautiful. All right, well, cool. Any
0: shout-outs? No, I say that to you. Oh. you on the spot. Any shout-outs?
1: Uh, I think the obvious one. Uh, Shout-out my family. Mary, Daly, Sienna. Happy birthday, Sienna. And uh yeah, thanks, Mary, for always wanting to... Adventures with the girls, I think it's always a good thing for them. it's uh, something they can only benefit from,
0: and it helped inspire our
1: podcast. So, thank so you, maybe Uh, oh, shout out the Hertzners and the Murrays for their love for bird watching as well. Yeah, uh, and for all of you out there who have that copy of Midwestern Birds, Jeez. keep dreaming.
0: Actually, I was thinking about it because we're recording this the next day. I was oh, just, sorry, just the outro.
1: Sorry, happy birthday yesterday.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, just exposed you. I kind of like. Kind of digging this whole bird thing.
1: I'm so just thinking more
0: about it. Like we've both gotten more into gardening and stuff, right. like I've said before. And I just like I think that's the next logical step.
1: Well, the temptation was for me to kind of dive deep, like, man, beards are just interesting creatures. And you think about like the complexity of like, just she creation. beards? What'd you say? Birds. Okay. Beards are amazing as well. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot to go into that. Yeah. We want to go to the biology of the bird, or just the beating heart. I mean the depth of creation.
0: Wow. I mean, I wasn't going to go that far. Exactly <laughs> that. Uh, shout out to, I saw Alec Lestuka the other day. He came back from Florence yeah. and stopped in here, so that was nice. Um,
1: it really looked good on him. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I really saw any other people that were like alumni and stuff, but just give a shout out to Cade Mahan.
1: I don't think he's listening to this. but Yeah, Cade, if you sat through all 31 minutes or hours, no. right.
0: but he told me to give him a shout out. So, Cade, uh, anything else?
1: Kate, I'll give you two dollars. become 200 you come dollars from me.
0: Two from me. Two hundred pennies.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. You said your family, so I'd say shout out to my family too, just so uh I can one up you.
1: Nope. Kate
0: Mahan. And Kate Mahan. <laughs> <laughs> that was my choice. All right, anyway. For the kingdom. For the kingdom.